Welcome to the Path to Mindset Mastery. My name is Brad Bizjak. I am a mindset coach, inspirational speaker, and creator of the online course Appreciation Academy. And today we're going to talk about the only reason you haven't achieved your biggest dreams. This is the only reason you don't take massive action. This is the only reason you feel so stuck. This is the only reason you have such a hard time making decisions. This is the only reason why you downplay what you're capable of. And, and you already know what it is because you experience it every damn day and it's fear and you know that you know fear is the only thing that stops you and today we're going to bring some awareness to what those fears are because self-awareness is freedom self-awareness is the first step to changing so you need to understand and have clarity on what you're being dominated by if you ever want to change it so where does fear come from and why do you feel it all the time you need to understand that your brain doesn't have any interest in making you happy. Its only job, its primary number one job is to protect you. It's to protect you from pain. It is a survival-based brain. It has no interest in making you happy. Our biggest fears are our biggest waste of time. You need to change your perspective on fear. Two million years ago, think about this logically, like step into the common sense corner. Two million years ago, we were what, like caveman, whatever you want to call them, cavemen. And we, when we were that old, we, we haven't evolved much since then, and we haven't needed to. But back then, our priority was to eat. It was to find shelter. It was to protect ourselves against wildlife and the elements of the freezing cold. Those were our fears. We were focused 100% on survival. And that's all we could focus on, right? That's all we had time to focus on because that's what we were trying to do. We were always looking for something to protect us from. We were worried about the saber-toothed tiger that was hiding in the woods that was, that was going to jump out and eat our baby. That's what we were worried about. We were worried about how we were going to survive the freezing cold. We were worried about how, to, how we were going to eat. So the first step to rewiring your fear is to realize that it's an evolutionary instinct, like it's instinctual to be fearful. That's it. Our brains are looking for something to protect us from at all times, it's essentially to keep us away from pain at all costs. And guess what? When you go after your biggest goals or you have that hard conversation, you're opening yourself up to experiencing pain. Jim Rohn has a quote that I love and it says, stand guard at the gates of your mind or weeds will grow automatically. What does that mean? That means that your brain will always find what it's afraid of unless you reprogram it to focus on what you want, which I teach people how to do. But that's it will automatically find negativity unless you flood it with positivity. Does that make sense? That is why if you're around someone that's depressed, they seem like they can't get out of it because they're only focusing on themselves and what's wrong. They're not focusing on anything greater or what they want or what they can contribute. They're focusing on themselves and what pain they're going to experience. That's why. But now, these days... We don't have those primal-based fears anymore, do we? We have clothing to protect us against the cold. We have shelter to keep us safe. We don't have to worry about the tigers in our living rooms eating our kids. We have plenty of food. So since those needs are taken care of and we don't have to worry about them, we transition that fear to emotion instead of actual safety. We feel the same fear of judgment as we did starving to death. We feel the same fear with posting vulner vulnerably on social media to create a following as we did a wild animal eating our child. We feel the same fear of a tough conversation with a teammate or a spouse as we did with freezing to death. And so fear, the, the fear that we feel is not fake. 
It's very, very real. It's just misplaced. It's a waste of our time since the things that our brains are trying to protect us from are no longer an actual threat. Think about this. You're watching a video from your phone or computer about mindset right now, probably cuddled up on the couch with a cup of coffee in your hand. You are going to be fine. So fear is nothing more than anticipation of pain. That is all fear is. It's the anticipation of what could happen that's painful. It's you focusing on the worst case scenario and wherever focus goes, energy flows. So if you focus on your fears instead of your dreams, you are going to find them. They'll be very, very real in your own mind. Whatever you perceive up here will feel like reality, even if it's not reality and actuality. Your brain doesn't understand the difference between what's real and a vivid image in your mind. So think about what you're really afraid of and don't overthink this. Like you're afraid each day of your life of something, you just might label it as something different and that's it. There are three main types of fear that I've found that people say they have and that really boils down to something bigger than that that I'll talk about at the end. But the first is stress. Do you feel stressed on a regular basis? This is interesting. Stress is literally just the achiever word for fear. That is it. So if you're stressed, it literally just means that you're worried about what may or may not happen based on the consequences of your actions. That's it. Stress comes from associating the meaning that something's more important than it really is. It's you majoring in something minor. Because think about it. What if you overdraft that bank account? Are you going to die? No. In fact, you're going to be totally fine. In fact, most of the world lives on $900 a year. That's it. $2.50 a day. If you can't pay your electric bill, you are rich beyond measure. Because when you don't hit that electric bill, let's say it's 75 bucks a month, that's what someone earns in an entire month. You are going to be fine, so chill out. Like what if you don't hit your monthly benchmark in your business? Are you gonna die? No, you are going to be fine. What if your entire business goes under and your spouse leaves you and your dog dies? Are you gonna die? No, you still have a chance to rebuild. Obviously, you wanna feel the emotions of sadness in those situations, but you're not stuck there. And that type of feeling of being stuck can go away if you rewire what fear means to you. That type of feeling that you have when you're seven minutes late to a job that you don't even like, like we need to reverse that because you're going to be fine either way. Think about it. When has it not been fine? Have, have you always had your safety, your shelter, your clothing? It hasn't been at risk of, from you being late to work or missing your monthly quota, right? It hasn't. Probably not. So you're going to be fine. So that's the first type is stress. The second type is overwhelm. How many of you feel overwhelmed? Overwhelm is just fear. That's it. It just means that you haven't chosen a priority. That is all overwhelm is. It means that you overthink everything and you think everything's a priority and therefore your to-do list is a million things long and so you don't even know where to start and nothing's a priority even though everything's a priority. So you, to solve your overwhelm, you can do it in literally two seconds. You literally just pick the top priority. That's all you need to do to solve overwhelm because all you're focused on is what happens if you don't get it all done. And guess what? When you die you're still going to have a to-do list, won't you? You're still going to have things on the calendar for the next day, won't you? So live now and stop worrying about it. Overwhelm is a choice that you're making. It's, it's, it's not a feeling that's based on your circumstance. It is a choice you are making. It's you choosing to feel stress because you failed to pick a priority. So your solve is really simple. Pick your top one, two, three things that are most important to do first. 
when you do that, overwhelm goes away instantly. It's almost like achievers will use overwhelm as a way to seem important. Have you ever done that? Like you want to feel significant. So you say, I'm just so overwhelmed right now. And you want someone to comfort you, but you never get it all done when you do that. So it's, it's like we seem, we feel more significant to those around us, or we think we do, even though we don't, if we're overwhelmed because we have so much to do, something to write down in your notes is busyness is not a badge of honor. Going after something important is a badge of honor. It's not serving you to be overwhelmed. It's not serving anyone. It's just hurting your future. So pick a priority and remember, you're going to be fine. And I'll talk more about how to solve that in just a minute. And then there's the third type, which is perfection. Do you ever feel that if you don't get it all done, or if you don't get it all done by a specific time, or you don't get a certain response, you'll be stressed? Or maybe that if you don't know if you can get, if you don't even know what to put on your to-do list, you don't even know where to start. Or if you know you can't get through everything on your list, you won't even start your to-do list. You'll procrastinate. Perfectionists tend to procrastinate, don't they? Leading to less than perfect results, which leads to a lack of self-worth, which leads to a lack of belief, which leads to less than perfect action, right? So you're trying, like as achievers, we are craving mastery. That's what we're going after. Would you agree? I do. I crave mastery. But mastery is not perfection. If you ever feel a sense of, of guilt, if you don't do something exactly as you planned, you, my friend, are a perfectionist. And you're going to have a very, very emotionally tough life unless you change. See, I'd feel guilty if I didn't do things perfectly or get a perfect day of eating in the books or a perfect day of work. It was this all or nothing mindset. That's how I lived. And, but when I felt guilty for not doing it perfectly, I would overcompensate. So a great example of this is when I would eat really well all day long following a nutrition plan, and then I overate pizza. And then I felt guilty for not following my nutrition plan perfectly. So I went to the gym that I worked at and I ran on the treadmill and burned off the exact amount of calories that I ate in that pizza. It was like I'd go back and forth between guilt and perfection, guilt and perfection, and because I could never find peace, ended up leading to depression and fear and anxiety and stress and sitting on the couch, wanting my life to change, not knowing why I can't change it, and just pissed off that I was depressed. Believing that your day has to go according to plan is perfection. Believing that your nutrition has to be perfect in order for you to be happy is not fair to you. That's perfection. When, when you're trying to be perfect... You make yourself wrong for everything you possibly can, and that is not fair, so you need to stop that. Perfection, write this down, perfection is the lowest possible standard that you could have as a human being, because it is impossible. It is lower than doing horrible. Perfection is the lowest possible standard you could have for yourself because it's impossible. It's a lower standard than doing nothing, because you will always be in pain, even if you get your to-do list done, because there's always a what's next. And there's a chance... You probably suffer from what I like to call the trifecta. That is where you are so overwhelmed because you can't get it all done and you're stressed out that you're overwhelmed and you can't act on your perfect to-do list because of all this and you're hitting the oh shit button and you find yourself on the couch with your laptop staring at you begging your life to change but you can't find the motivation to do anything. You feel depressed but you feel like you have no control so you get pissed off that you're depressed and you're sitting there just desperately wanting someone to come save you. That is the trifecta and that is what I faced for years. You need to break through that or you will always be miserable and wondering how or why why you are stuck. You're wondering if you have what it takes in that situation, and you'll always be wondering that unless you change it. And you're wondering if it's possible for you to break through those barriers because your situation, let me guess, if you're suffering from the trifecta, your situation seems so much different than everyone else around you. You just have it worse, don't you? Bullshit. 
There are so many people out there that have been through so much worse than you that have managed to flip this on their head and been totally fine. Something you might not know is that the way you feel, especially that trifecta, is you just took a glimpse into my past life. That's how I lived for years. We called them, Janice and I called them my bad days. I was experiencing the trifecta. And there are so many other fears beyond this. Fear of success, fear of failure, fear of rejection. But all of them, everything I talked about today and all those other fears that you're probably experiencing boil down to two things that I learned from Tony Robbins. And this is so true. You are afraid of two things in life. Two things. Number one, you are afraid that you're not enough. That's number one. You are afraid that you're not enough. And number two, if you're not enough, you're afraid that you won't be loved. That is all you're afraid of. Everything that you can be afraid of in life boils down to one, that you're not enough and two, you won't be loved. That's it. That's what I had to break through because every fear I had stemmed from those two things, not feeling worthy, not feeling like I was enough. And if I'm not enough, I won't be loved. Afraid you are enough afraid afraid you won't be loved are fears that you can change. And I've seen both sides. I've been dominated by it for years and I've been free from it for years. So I know how to break through it. I know how to break through every single one of those fears we talked about today to make it so when they do show up, which they will, you go headfirst into them and you create the life that you really want. The antidote to fear is the habit of courage. And the challenge is that you haven't learned how to be courageous in spite of fear. You've been dominated by fear. And that is exactly why I highly encourage you to join Appreciation Academy. If you're going through the trifecta, that program is a must. It'll rip away the layers of pain preventing you from your biggest fears, preventing you from getting rid of those biggest fears, from, from preventing your biggest dreams. It'll silence the inner demons that you'll need to silence if you actually want to finally believe that you're capable of those dreams. So I'm telling you, invest in the program. It is life-changing. It's how I went from drowning in fear and doubt and procrastination and overwhelm and perfection and stress to truly living every day with a smile. And yes, there are still days once in a blue moon where I get that oh shit button. I'm human, but I know how to snap out of it now from what I teach in that program and the results speak for themselves. But if not, if that's not for you, that's totally okay. Uh, Either way, stay in touch, share this podcast if you found it valuable, and head to appreciationacademy.com to get started. But I love you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Mastery today. My name is Brad Bizek, and I will see you next time.